0: This is Jeff Cross and welcome to the February 8th, 2023 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. If you did not listen to the February 7th podcast episode, I suggest you do. I'm quite proud of it. Quick hitters, shame on me. I did not watch the State of the Union Address. I will catch it later today or tomorrow. Some said it was awful. Some said it was great. Opinions tended to correlate with political affiliation. A quick read suggests that Biden said Republicans want to end Social Security. I've got to fact check that. Seems like a scare tactic to me. An earthquake killed over 11,000 in Turkey and Syria. When are the French not protesting? The EU banned the use of a pesticide used in sugar beet farming, but the French said their sugar beet farmers could use it anyway. An EU court overruled that exemption, so farmers are driving their tractors in Paris in protest. Is there still a move to ban gas stoves? Is it needed? Can we afford it? Can our electric grid handle the additional electrical consumption? Is it worth pissing my wife off? Moving on. What can you say about the Chinese balloon that has not already been said? Not much, but let's go through it anyway. A large Chinese balloon with lots of gear overflew the United States. Above 60,000 feet where planes have trouble reaching, but below 100,000 feet. 100,000 feet is key because above that, the space is not considered sovereign. Think satellites. Speaking of satellites, why use balloons when you have low orbit satellites? balloons are closer. Balloons can carry heavier material. They can linger longer because they are freaking balloons and maybe pick up other kinds of information. The Chinese government said it was a civilian meteorological balloon. Yeah, right. I just effectively used a double positive to make a negative. The Chinese government said it was blown off course. It's a balloon. It does not have a course. As the days went by, we learned this is not the first time that a large instrument laden balloon has flown over our country, or other countries for that matter. In fact, right now there is a balloon flying over South America that the Chinese government says is a wayward civilian meteorological balloon that has flown off course. I suggest we ask what was the intended course? Were they all Chinese civilian meteorological balloons that flew off course? I think not. We shot it down with a missile. I had previously heard it was difficult to shoot down a balloon because they don't give off much of a radar signature or a heat signature. And they are so high. The shoot down was pretty well planned. Over water, so no one got hurt. But in shallow water, so we recovered a lot of the remnants. Now the Chinese government is screaming that they own the remnants and want their stuff back yeah right gotta have those broken up pieces of meteorological instruments returned is the chinese government really mad or is this part of the play acting countries have to do I'm pretty sure they would have shot down one of our balloons if it flew over Chinese territory. In fact, I linked to a business insider article by Chris Pinella and Jake Epstein titled China is mad at the U S for blasting it's suspected spy balloon. But a few years ago, state TV bragged its fighter pilots could shoot one down. I probably missed a bit, but I think that gives you a flavor for many of the facts. How riled up should we be for me? Not much. Why? Not much is new. The Chinese government has a plan to steal our information. They steal it when we set up businesses in China. They have ongoing espionage activities. They gather information via the internet and hack when they can. Ask Hillary Clinton. They send thousands of their kids to our universities, though note, I did not use the word stealing on that one. And we do it as well. This is the key point. In 1955, the first of 104 U-2 spy planes flew. The spy plane was designed to fly so high, 70,000 feet, that radar at the time could not see it and missiles could not shoot it down. Well, it turned out Soviet radars could see the U-2, though the high altitude gave some protection. Eisenhower used the U-2 sparingly but still allowed it to be flown over Soviet airspace including on May 1, 1960 when it was shot down. The Soviets spent quite a bit of time going through the remnants of the U-2. The U.S. was embarrassed and apologized. That was not the only time the United States was shall we say proactive in acquiring information. In the early 70s, we learned of an undersea cable running in Soviet territorial waters that connected a key Soviet naval base and the headquarters. We snuck into this well-protected site with a nuclear naval submarine, specifically modified for the task. A 20-foot long device was wrapped around the cable that could record transmissions, though it did not penetrate the cable. Monthly, the sub would return and divers would change out the tapes. That worked out so well we did it with other undersea cables until a traitor blabbed to the Soviets in the early 80s. So I am good with shooting the balloon down, embarrassing the Chinese government, and extracting whatever information we can from the remnants. But let's not get overly moralistic. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.